They say this is a big rich town I just come from the poet's part Bright light city life, I gotta make it This is where it goes down I just happen to come up hard Legal or illegal, baby, I gotta make it I never it. took a straight path nowhere Life's full of twists and turns, bumps and bruises. I live, I learn. I'm from that city full of yellow cabs and skyscrapers. It's hard to get a start in these parts without paper. Homie, I grew up in hell. A block away from heaven. That corner ain't 15 minutes and move a seven. Pure snow. Bag it, then watch it go. Occupational options. Get some blow up some hoes. Yo, what's up? This is Gary A. Swaby, and you're now listening to the Powercast, where we will be recapping Power Season 6, Episode 6. And it's titled Inside Man. Um, I'm here with Miss Dana Abercrombie. How are you doing, Dana? I'm excited. I'm pumped. Wow. You really are pumped. <laughs> and I'm also here with Mr. Richard Bailey Jr. How are you doing, Rich? Doing good, Gary. And I cannot wait to talk about this brilliantly written television show called Power. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's it's a great show, right? It's the greatest show that's ever been shown. Yeah, yeah. as many people would say, it's the best show on TV. But uh, I would tell those people, Godfather Harlem is pretty damn great, and so is Snowfall. So don't do not do not not mention those. Those need to be mentioned for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, so yeah, uh, let let me start with this, right? So shout to all of the the commenters you know i appreciate every comment whether it's negative positive i appreciate all feedback and everything so you know this week i was like you know what i'm I'm gonna listen to the commenters i'm gonna you know i'm gonna go into this episode and i'm gonna enjoy it and you know i'm gonna sing its praises and you know all of the good stuff right i'm gonna be positive right but like after i saw that episode i'm like I just can't do it. I, I really can't do it. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. I tried, but <laughs> it's not going to work. Like, so let's get into this episode. Uh, this week, we're going to do more of a play by play style because, you know, um, it was a very fast paced episode and it was kind of centered around one main objective. So I'm going to give like a play by play and we can discuss certain things that happen, you know, as it goes along. And to those commenters, you know, um, we are going to highlight the good and the bad, but we are a review show and we are critical and we are writers as well, by the way, we do, we do write stuff as well. So, you know, we kind of have high standards of storytelling. We, we go over our material over and over. So, you know, we are, we, we are writers, so we can critique. So I just wanted to put that out there and, uh, so you know let, let, let's start let's start with the episode so um so at the start right it's kind of revealed that Tariq actually planned this kidnapping with Vincent and he's kind of in on it and he wants half of the money so um my first question to you guys is what did you think of that and did you see that coming at all so um go ahead Dana <laughs> this whole thing um um super friends in game that's basically the title of the show um i will be honest with you i did not see the that coming 
but it was so darn hilarious that I wouldn't put it past the writers to put that in. But I will say, I was honestly very surprised that happened. I don't know exactly how that was going to work. I think it was completely ridiculous, but I appreciate it for the hilarity it gave me. Right. Um, so, like, do you think, because from my point of view, right, it seems like this season they've kind of been trying to make Tariq a bit more likable and they're trying to mold him into, you know, like a, a, a mini ghost, like someone who's more calculating, who has, uh, he, ha he actually has sort of a motivation outside of just being annoying um, and trying to, you know, um, get in the way of ghost plans and stuff. But this episode kind of brought it back to when Tariq was like the most hated character for me. Because it's like, you set all of this up like, like you know, it, it just, it, it seems like his character has taken a step back to being completely unlikable. Um, would you guys agree? Yeah. It's just one of those cases where it just seems like Tariq is just throwing a temper tantrum because he's mad at mommy and daddy. Because they didn't buy him that toy at the store. <laughs> I just don't understand where the full motivation is go is behind it. And whatever it is just seems to be childish and petty. Alright. Bill, what do you think of it, Rich? So, I, I will say this. I, I've said a couple times on this show. In a recent episode, I, I said that uh, I actually was starting to... Uh, I, I could see that the writers were trying to make uh, Tariq a little bit more likable because I know he has gotten a lot of a lot of harsh feedback from the critics. Uh, and I also was one of the people that said, oh, well, maybe I, I don't want the character to die. You know, I'm totally fine with the character. After watching this episode, I want this character to die uh, because of the stupidity uh, of the stuff that he does. Um, and of course, you know, I, I, I'll speak on the Vincent thing in a second, but I will say this about Tariq. Um, it appears to me, based on the way the direction that they are taking the show, I mean, they had us believing before this season started. This is about Tommy versus Ghost. But I do think that by the time everything is said and done, it's about Tariq versus Ghost. Because they obviously want to emphasize that Tariq is very much like Ghost in how he acts and what he does. Um, and I think it's going to come down to that. I do know that the next episode... It's titled Like Father, Like Son. So they're obviously going to continue to dive into that particular topic. But as for the Tariq character, I don't really feel sympathy for the character. I don't really care about the character. And this is a character that I want to get killed. Because it's obvious that the parents are not going to, 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 to discipline their child. So he has to pay some consequences. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I, I definitely feel like... Um... They've kind of undone a lot of the work they were doing because Tariq's story was actually slowly becoming like more interesting and more compelling. But this kind of, you know, just took it back for me and I've gone back to just completely hating the character again. Um, but, you know, uh, I guess it's like a, you know, an interesting slant on things, the fact that he's in on it. But um, so let's move on. Um, so, you know, Ghost and Tommy, uh, you know, they, they begin by running through their plans and how they're going to raise this money in 24 hours and, you know, all that stuff. And uh, Ghost said that he has leverage over someone 
So he goes to see Tate and he asks Tate for, you know, one million. Um, they obviously have a love-hate relationship. Um, but, you know, um, he calls in a favor. He, he mentions the fact that, that he has a voice recording of Tate, you know, um, basically admitting to skimming money from the campaign. And uh, we also see Ghost, you know, um, enlist Dre. And he actually teams Dre up with Alphonse, which is a returning character. So I have to ask you guys, like, were you were you baffled when you first saw uh, Alphonse, you know, show up on screen? Because we haven't seen this character in forever, it feels like. Well, you, you know, one thing that they do do every time before they, you know, begin the episode, they give you like a recap. They pretty much show you scenes of things that have happened in the past or characters that we've seen in the past. So, you know that that's going to be revisited in that episode. So I know we did see Alphonse uh, in the in the preview clip, like as a recap before they actually started the show. So I knew he was going to show up again, uh, obviously, um, because he was tied to Tate. I guess they had to introduce this character again because I know Courtney Kemp has said in the past that there are characters that may come, you know, may may reappear again, you know, for the sake of the story. So I guess that was why he showed up again. Um, but yeah, teaming him up with Dre didn't really understand uh, how that was going to work out because you know obviously you see that Dre had a little bit, a little bit of tension of how Alphonse was basically operating. But uh, we don't have to worry about that that drama anymore, obviously, because we saw what happened at the end of the episode. So. <laughs> Those characters will not have any more conflicts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're right about that. They do show the recap when they have, you know, returning plot lines or characters and stuff. But I was still like, you know, why the hell would he enlist him of all people? But, you know, <laughs> but hey, you know, um, his power. So, yeah, um, he... He uh, pairs up Dre and Alphonse so Alphonse can, you know, keep an eye on Dre and everything. I still think it's a bit silly that, you know, he trusts Dre uh, this much. And Dre even straight up tells him that, you know, the thing with Sax is hanging over his head and, and that Sax has leverage over him. But yet he continues to still use Dre. Um, so I don't know what, what Ghost is thinking with that. Um, so, you know... Uh, Tommy also has his people, um, you know, selling drugs and stuff, and he's actually making them work for free. We see a scene where, you know, there's kind of some tension about that. And Tasha, um, sorry, Tasha, I said it in a very British way. <laughs> That's how we say it in the UK. So, yeah. Um, Tasha, you know, she's actually cleaning the money through the daycare and stuff. Um, obviously, at first, she doesn't even know anything about this until Vincent shows up. But, you know, I'm just mentioning that here just because, you know, so that we're clear on how they were all kind of coming up with the money. So um, once all of that is set in motion, the feds start to show up and they obviously want to ask questions about Tariq and everything. Um, and uh, at this point, I was wondering, so where the hell is Sax? You know, um, does he is he on some sort of secret mission or something? Because um, you know he really wasn't in this episode, but um, yeah. Then, uh, do you guys have anything to say up until this point before I move on further? Well, for me, for me, um, going back with the whole Alfonso character, mm -hmm. it just seemed to be another matter of convenience. 
because of how that episode ends up ending involving Lorenz Tate. So that's why I think that they, they kind of added him in there because he was gone for a while. Um, and I will say that the beginning when they, the, the two guys or the three guys who was like Tommy's, I guess, I don't know, people, um, th- that was hilarious and yet weird at the same time with the whole negotiating with the money thing. Um, I don't understand how you go through this huge speech of I need money, I have to, you know, get paid, and then like, yeah, sure, we'll work for free. No problem. Um, that was hilarious with that. Um, the whole thing with the cops looking for Tariq, I felt, was used to heighten up the tension. Because then you'll have more people looking for Tate, and then you can't tell them where Tate actually is. So I think, very critical, but I do think that they did, in the realm of the power universe, with the skills that the writers have, they they did a good job for creating tension yeah. in that episode. No matter how silly it was, the whole... Uh, montage sequence with the whole getting the product sold and plus I love how they just kept saying product, product, product they sell a product 115,000 times but um, the the montage of them getting everything sold I will say I was entertained by that and that also has to do with how they, they pulled in you know with the, with the music it kind of kept me entertained I have not many critical things to say about it. It was too right. convenient. <laughs> it was it was very entertaining, but way too convenient. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's one thing I can say that this episode did do a good a good job of building tension, and uh, I have some things to say about that later. But um, uh, let's move on with some of the events that happened. So. Uh, Tasha gets some, you know, some products from Zig, which is the dealer who, um, you know, who kind of forced himself on her, um, you know, to, to to sell his drugs last week. Um, so I wanted to ask you. I wanted to ask Not you guys. Forced. She was way too happy. Not forced. She was a little giddy. Yeah, yeah, you could say that. She, you know, she didn't really put up much of a fight. But um, so you know, without skipping too far ahead I, I wanted to ask you guys though um because you know obviously she gets she gets stuff from him um about twice in this episode i believe no the first time she's she's giving him his money and then later on she gets more product from him so i wanted to ask you guys like so clearly she she's showing that she's capable of you know um selling his product and getting large amounts of money back from it so you know, in Zig's mind, he he probably thinks that she has a wide distribution, right? So, do you feel like he's going to come back again, expecting her to be able to do the same thing she did in this episode? You know, again, because you know, um, obviously, after this episode, the the same motive to same save Tariq won't be there. So, you know, um, she might not be as willing to keep selling that amount of product for him. Um, so do you think that's going to be a thing later on where he keeps coming back to force her to sell more and more product? What do you think? I would like, I, I would like to make a comment and say yes, that that, that is definitely going to be a problem. Uh, but also, it's not really just about 
her proving that she can handle all that weight. Now she has, of course, involved strippers in this business as well. <laughs> and they had that whole scene where she visits the strip club. And, you know, the lady tells her, the one who she's working with, oh, yeah, I trust all these women. Uh, they'll, they'll, everything will totally work out. We already know that's not going to happen because you're involving too many people in this process. So while it happened, for the sake of convenience for this particular episode, I do feel it's very easy for someone to, you know, obviously mess up or flip on somebody else moving forward as far as that little group of people are, are concerned. I will also add that, you know, Tasha... Did make one very big mistake in this episode, and that is telling Lakeisha about this business mm -hmm. because we already know that Lakeisha can all act, you know act all tough. And I, I do have some stuff to say about her, say say about her later, but I'm gonna save that for later. But she acts very tough. But the minute that she sees cops, oh, I'm shook, I'm scared, I got to get out of here, I, I can't, <laughs> I can't be involved in this. So it, push comes to shove, if they ask her for information, she totally will rat out Tasha. So that is one mistake. That Tasha definitely made in this episode, and it's going to come back and get her in the end. Yeah. But see, here's what I think. Um, before this whole situation with Tariq happened, remember how, like, oh, I have no money, I'm poor, you know, all I have is this daycare. And then she started dealing her own self so that she can get more money and not be so poor. I think that that is something that will still be alluring to her. So I do see her now being the drug dealer, like a happy oh, yeah. drug dealer. So I don't see any issues with that. I'm just slightly confused about her actions and that I hope something, you know, her house of cards collapse in the sense of like the stripper thing that you saw. Everything was just so convenient. So, yeah, I know this girl at the strip club and here everyone's dealing at the strip club. And I, I do hope that there will be some kind of conflict regarding that. Also, I don't trust the guy. I think it's Zig. I don't trust him at all right now. Um, and the whole relationship between Tasha and, and Lakeisha was just kind of odd in general because they went from I can't stand her, I hate her. So I understand them wanting to come back for, you know, for Tariq and making sure he's okay. Fine, I get that. But it went back into this weird old habits of them just, you know, being buddy-buddy and friends again. And she's explaining everything that happened. When, if I don't want that to happen, if I don't want my, my the person who I think is a rat and is, you know, not someone who's trustworthy and did all this harm to me and is a part of Tommy's crew and all this stuff... Okay, I can talk to you on a surface level, but I'm not going to tell you everything that's incriminating, incriminating to me. So I was slightly confused about those motives. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, you know, she was way too forthcoming. You know, She's too comfortable. As, as, as telling her everything, you know, um, considering they were barely speaking to each other before. But, um,. Hey. You know, and one and one guy's husband was trying to kill. You know, one guy's ex was trying to kill the other one's boyfriend. So I'm weird. I'm confused. Well, 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 well let me let me ask y'all a very quick question though. Will 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 the both of y'all give the writers some slack that they at least did have those confrontations back and forth? Like Tommy was talking with Lakeisha, like I don't trust him. I I want to get out of out of this as soon as possible. So they they did did still show that there was some uneasiness about working with them so 
that that that's one thing. Because if they were completely oblivious to that, then I would say, oh, well, this is just horrible on every level. But oh no, I give them credit. It was it was it was good. They 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 did what what they could do, and yeah. and they still kept me entertained. Yeah, yeah. The thing I'll say with that is, um, it I like. Obviously, like the thing is, it's, it's confusing with Tasha because she plays both sides. Like sometimes she's chilling, smoking with Tommy, and you know, other times she's you know talking to Ghost and and planning things with him. So she kind of plays both sides a little, and um, she knows that Tommy wants to you know kill Ghost, and she she still chills with him, you know, knowing that. So she kind of plays both sides. Keisha is actually, I guess you could say, she's more loyal because she's. She makes clear that she's on Tommy's side, you know, at, at the very mm. least. Uh, but Tasha kind of floats around. Um, so, you know, that's kind of what causes confusion as far as her motives. But, um, but yeah, I see what you're saying, though. Um, you know, they, they did uh, have some scenes like that where they were going back and forth and bickering and things like that. And I suppose in this situation, you know, uh, Tasha is more concerned about the safety of her child. So... She knows that Ghost feels the same way, so I guess she feels some sort of, um, you know, um, more of a, a a bond with him in this situation. I guess you could say. So, so yeah, that I guess that kind of makes sense. Um, but moving on here, so you know, uh, they do all that grinding to come up with the money. Somehow they're able to actually get the two million, you know, um, and there's a scene where Ghost and Tommy, you know, they're in the car. They're on their way to deliver the product. They have a conversation, um, you know, a, a pretty deep conversation. I wanted to ask you guys here because, you know, basically Ghost was asking what what happens after this? You know, after we deliver this money and everything, like, are we, are we going to go back to killing each other or are we going to be cool? You know, he was basically, it seemed like he was basically kind of asking Tommy that, like, what happens after this? You know, um, and to me, it kind of seemed like he wanted to call a truce and be cool again. Um, but I wanted to ask you guys: Do you think that was what was on his mind in that moment? So go ahead, Rich. Yes, that is exactly what he what he was uh, thinking because we know a couple of episodes ago when he was talking to the ghost of Angela, he's saying he got to let this thing with Tommy go. So obviously, at that moment, he. Um, he did have that thought of we need to call a truce, but uh, as you will get into a little bit later, uh, I do believe that that has changed now because of what happened at the very end. But at, at that moment, I do feel he was thinking he wants to try to end this thing with Tommy. But uh, at the same time, I don't think Tommy is is, is willing to go back on that. You know, they, they both still because they didn't really actually talk. They they spoke with their emotions and their, everything about that. So. But yeah, obviously they didn't really address the issue and they didn't really have a heart to heart talk about it. So obviously this is not going to end in in, 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 in a great way that pleases everybody. There's going to still be tension and uh, eventually you're going to have to take each other out. <laughs> right. So uh, Dana, you know, at that very moment, you know, before before everything happened at the end and everything in that moment when they were in the car, they were on the way the way to deliver two million you know, do you feel like Ghost was willing to call a truce with Tommy, you know, after they saved Tariq? Here's the thing, and another credit to the writers. I did not know. They made it so where the tension was so high that 
if, say, uh, Tommy was to shoot Ghost in the head right then and there or vice versa, I wouldn't have been surprised. I felt that I was expecting that a little bit more than them not, you know, them saying, hey, let's be friends again. So, um, yeah, I just kind of felt that I didn't know. And, and they did a good job with that scene. Yeah, that, that actually was a pretty good scene. But it was, that, that was immediately taken away by what happens next, um, in my opinion. So, <laughs> so, basically what happens next is um, a car pulls out in front of them. You know, uh, a lot of people get out with guns. We see Jason. Um, so, Tommy and Ghost get out the car. And then, you know, um, Jason has his people take the bags with the money and everything and you know he he basically you know he says oh you guys are working together you know um ghost you still owe me money for the guy you killed tommy you owe me money for protection so i'm taking this money now here's what i think is a little stupid here like he takes like he has both bags in his hand right and he looks at he i guess he's kind of adding it all up in his mind and everything he has both bags in his hand, and this is this is a big bad dude. Like he's supposed to be like the the bad guy that you know that's lingering in the background, controlling both Ghost and Tommy and everything, right? And then he basically says, "Oh, you can have half this money back. I'll take you know I'll just take one million. And then he bounces. That was stupid. Why would you give back half the money? Like why would like why wouldn't you just take it all? Like if he's the big bad wolf. You know, in this situation, why give them back money? So, like, I, I don't understand. So, so, it, it, uh, uh, am I allowed to make uh, some some comments on this right, right quick? Oh yeah, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> so let me just say this right now, and I don't really care. You know, I'm pretty sure people will be angry. I say this, but let's just say it. Jason is by far one of the worst villains that I have ever seen on this show. Period. Um, now they did obviously. I question why this character is around. Obviously, at the beginning of this episode, they got a big order from him, and they were able to get the money from that based on on on, on the, the the drugs that he provided. So when he took one of the bags, and he made the the comment about, "Well, this is for protection," you know, obviously for the protection because what I did see the writers try to do is they tried to explain what I pointed out in the show when we did this show in the past. I made comments about. Okay, so Jason's guys are supposed to be protecting Tommy. Where the hell are they at? And then we had people comment on our show and say, "Well, obviously they don't care about they don't care about Tommy. He's just letting Tommy. Whatever happens to Tommy is going to happen to Tommy." But now that right there, that line he had that completely kills that explanation that was given before because he says, "Oh well, Tommy's always ducking and dodging my guys. So how can I possibly protect him?" That is by far one of the worst ways to explain that whole situation because we never at any point this season saw uh, Jason's guys actually protect Tommy. And I would implore those that feel so strongly about this particular point I'm making, go back and watch these episodes and tell me what scene it is that you, if you want to analyze, tell me what scene it is that you saw uh, Tommy's guys, I mean, I say Jason's guys actually protect Tommy. We can talk about the beginning of the season where... You know, they took Tommy's keys and then one of the guys got killed. 
but that really still doesn't really answer the, the question of that because they were supposed to be there for protection and we never saw them. So I didn't understand that. And then number two, as I mentioned earlier, he provided the product for them to sell to make that money. So when he told, took them, took the bag of money, he said, well, this is repayment for the money that you owe me for, for, uh, you know, the protection, my, my guys providing protection. And then also the collateral from, from ghosts from when he killed the other guy. So, my thought is, shouldn't the second bag of money have been, well, this is my money that I'm taking back from the drugs that I just gave you to sell, which meant that he should have took, took all of the money. So I was confused about that. But again, this is why I say, you know, this is, in my opinion, this is, this is a character that is put in there just to delay the inevitable, because we already know that Tommy and Ghost, they're going to have to have a showdown. We knew this from the start of the season. So it feels to me like they're adding in all these other things to further prolong the fact that we got 15 episodes to really tell this whole story. But some of this stuff is, is completely unnecessary in the context of the issue between Ghost and Tommy. So I didn't understand it, but that's just my opinion. So my rant is over for that. <laughs> oh, you, you make some really good points there. So I agree. But go ahead, Dana. What was you going to say? No, for me, I just, again, a matter of convenience, because they got the two million really quickly, um, and they was often headed to go pay Vincent, and everything was going to be peachy keen, but here you go with this random character just, you know, stopping them in the middle of the road, searching the car, and just so happened to find the money, but then only conveniently taking half of the money. And then this goes a little bit. I'm skipping ahead. I'm sorry, but then all of a sudden, you know, you're you're you want the 24 hour. You only get 24 hours. I'm going to kill your kid, and you're really serious about this. But then all of a sudden, ah, I'm giving you another 24 hours because things happen, and we all know that it was you know they they just cared about the money and wasn't so much about um, whether or not he was going to kill Tariq. But it was just so laughable. It, it, it was really, it was kind of predictable because if you just looked at the time and you looked at the placement of, you know, where it was at during the show, you're like, we have, you know, the show, we have a couple more minutes, plot twist, and here comes the <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, one, 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 one other point I will make, because I agree with pretty much everything that, 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 that Dana said. But I, I know that this is cliche because it has been done in movies before. But if Vincent truly is a big bad villain, and you want to get the point across, why I, I don't know, why don't you maybe sever one of Tariq's fingers or something to really prove your point that, oh, I mean business about you not giving me my money. Oh, but I know was oranges not you, enough? Oh, oh, oh well, I, I guess. Well, I, I will say I'm surprised that oranges will bruise somebody that you know that badly as we saw later have you, know, you I was never very surprised. seen a thin line between love and hate when lynn whitfield beats her own self with the bag of fruit oh yeah i, I i've i've seen it i've seen it there you go then so yeah he he, he was he was being oranged Orange. yeah so aren't they, you glad so... they didn't kill him but um bum no, but uh, yeah, he should have got a, a, a lot more of, uh, you know, much more stricter punishment. And and w- one quick point that I will make, and then then we can get back on track, because you asked me earlier about this whole thing with Tariq and Vincent, and and I was trying to wait for the perfect time to say it, but the whole thing of Tariq staging this whole thing, it made absolutely no sense. I understand, obviously, the deal was that he was going to get some of that money, uh, 
But my my whole thing is that you know, did Vincent just completely ignore the fact that he was mixing in the aspirin with his with his product and selling it to people? I mean, I, I thought that was the whole reason why he went after Tariq in the first place when they picked him up on the last episode. So that that was a little confused. So, so Vince is basically saying, "Oh, I don't really care what you do with my product if you, if it's if you mess it up or whatever." I'm still going to do this deal with you because this was your idea. I didn't, did not completely understand that whatsoever. And I really would love for the people who are diehard power fans that will comment on this video to tell me exactly what their theory is as to, because again, they may have an excellent explanation for this, but to me, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess it, in the writer's mind, this was Tariq's way of paying back Vincent. Like, you know, um, this was his punishment basically like the way to resolve his punishment was getting him the two million um because he knew that you know his parents would go out of their way to get the money um okay so i guess this this was supposed to be Tariq's way of making it right but he also asked for half of the money right and from vincent's perspective why would you give him half of the money when you know he's supposed to be making up so you do have a point still you know because um, he shouldn't be, you know, mate, entertaining a deal with Tariq. He should be wanting to get all that money back for himself, you know, since he was the one that was kind of disrespected in the situation. So, um, so yeah, you you definitely have a point. Um, torturing him with a bag of oranges was hilarious, but you know, I guess, I guess since they have a deal together, the he didn't really want to harm him that much. But the the the, the character deserves a far worse fate. Than getting beat down with some oranges. No, Tariq finally got the butt whooping we all wanted. Oh no! I no. I th I think I think I think he I think he he needs a little bit more than that. But that, that's just my opinion. <laughs> no, he he deserves the uh, he deserves the black grandma butt whooping like, with, <laughs> with the belt and everything. Like you know, that's the type of whooping he needs. Uh, yeah. Oranges ain't gonna do nothing but help his skin a little bit, like you know, citrus, <laughs> citrus and everything. But um, <laughs> but yeah, that. So we have that scene where you know he's getting tortured and Ghost is disturbed. You know he's upset and everything, and then Vincent is basically like, "All right, you have another twenty-four hours to get me the other half of the money." So you know that's another one million basically. Um, and then you know the the the, the episode continues from then on. Um, and I think this was pretty much like at the 20 minute mark. So it wasn't even like halfway through the episode. So, you know, to, to Dana's point, obviously something else was going to go wrong. Um, and, you know, this is what it was. So they have another 24 hours to secure a million dollars. Um, so uh, so now we have a scene where Ghost actually uh, has a conversation with Benny which is Proctor's cousin and I was like very confused by this because I was like you know wouldn't Benny kind of think it's a bit suspicious that Proctor died in this man's home and you know why would he be so trusting of him considering that you know Proctor died in his, in his care uh, but Ghost basically you know he tells him the name that Proctor told him of somebody who's kind of you know out for him out to get him or whatever and then, you know, he asks for help. He asks for Benny's help with moving some of the product and, you know, everything like that. So I want to ask you guys, is this going to be 
like do you see benny being a regular character now from from now on like is he going to be another business associate basically or ghost moving forward uh w- without you know obviously we'll get to what happens at the end of the episode but um what do you guys think of the relationship between benny and ghost you know specifically so uh go ahead dana um, I view it as, you know how, like, if you're friends with someone because they had your back, that's what I view it as. I don't see it as some type of deep friendship relationship that they have going. I view it more as, like, Benny is that guy who may now be the guardian angel in the sense of any time that you're in a bind, he's there. You can call Uncle Benny, and he's always looking out for you and making sure that you're okay. If it involves, you know, killing someone, hey, sure. But I don't view it as it being a deep personal relationship like, say, what Ghost and Tommy had. Hmm. Cool. So he's he's basically another uh, backup, you know, help, yeah. back, backup character he's, to, to he's give help. He's the guardian angel. Yeah. You're in a bind. You need some help. Call Uncle hmm. Benny. I like that. That would make a, a great commercial or something like, you know, <laughs> whenever you're in a bind, call on Uncle Benny. Like, that sounds really good. <laughs> like, you, you really should write on this show. Um, oh, oh, no, no one would like it because it would be good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so go, go ahead, Rich. Uh, what, what's your thoughts on Ghost's newfound relationship with Benny? Well, first and foremost, let me explain where you said that you was confused about uh, why they had that discussion. Uh, I mean, obviously, they, I know they, they really emphasize this again at the end. You know, Benny appreciated the fact that Tariq, you know, saved Proctor's daughter. Um, but I I mean, I while I do feel that he can be an ally to ghosts, I do think if he ever was to find out the truth of what happened with the fact that Tariq left that back door open, and, and and if he finds out that if Tariq at any point was working with Tommy, that it goes out the window immediately. So I feel like the writers have put that idea in your head that, well, he's totally cool with ghosts. Everything is good. But I feel like if he if he finds out this information, then that's that's it. They, they, there is no alliance. I mean, at that point, it's, it's out to take down ghosts and Tommy because the last episode. When he had the conversation with Proctor, he said, do you want me to just kill Tommy and Ghost? And then Proctor, once again, defended Ghost, saying he didn't kill Angela, all this other stuff. So I feel like if he ever finds out that information, uh, that's it. That all, all alliances are off. And then he will do what he has to do to avenge Proctor's death. Um, and the other point that I will make very quickly is that, um, you know, obviously you really can't get into this until we talk about it later. I am 100% certain that he knows Tommy killed Proctor. Really? Because even though... Yeah, yeah, yeah because because the thing about it is that all it's going to take is to... Obviously, we don't really... He, they haven't really shown him finding the recording yet that's in Lisa Marie's necklace. He didn't find that information yet. They obviously are going to revisit that again for at some point in time. But he has to know to some extent that Tommy was involved in that. And that is, again, an idea that they're putting in your head to make you reroute. It's, be, it's, it's because, not so much because he said it, it's because of the way he looked at Tommy in that scene where he said he knows who killed uh, Proctor. I kind of feel like it's still still suspicious of Tommy because he knows that Tommy 
he has, you know, has information on Tommy from when he killed that informant at Proctor's place. So all of this stuff is going to be revisited later. But all of that was put in there to try to redirect people to think about when you think something is going to happen one way, it can happen a totally different way. So it's going to definitely be revisited later. But I, I feel like, yeah, he, he definitely knows more than he's letting on. And they'll probably surprise people in the end when they do reveal he does know more. But that's just my thought. <laughs> yeah, you make some great points. And um, so, so this is why I was confused about, you know, the scene with Ghost talking to Benny and stuff. Because um, it kind of plays into what you just said, right? So if I'm looking at things from Benny's perspective, right? You Like Proctor was venting all of his frustrations to Benny. So Benny knew... You know, he knew about all the dirt Ghost and Tommy did because Proctor told him, right? Now, if if you look at who has the most to gain from killing Proctor, Proctor knows so much about Ghost and Tommy. Like, those two should be high, you know, high suspects because, you know, Proctor being dead is, is a big convenience to those two specifically because he knows so much about them. So, you know, that that's why, why I was thinking it was weird, because from Benny's point of view, he should be suspicious of these guys, you know. But, you know, like you said, Rich, maybe he does suspect them in the back of his mind, and he's just kind of playing along until he knows for sure. So that could be, you know, what's going on, I guess. But, um, but yeah, you, you make some great points. Um... So, you know, then we have, you know, the uh, they, they set up a meeting with, because uh, obviously the, the the feds keep asking for Tariq. You know, they visit uh, Ghost St. Patrick, they visit Tasha, and then Tasha goes to, you know, um, she goes to visit Ghost. And, you know, she didn't know anything about the Proctor thing at first, so she, she has a go at him about that for not telling her and stuff. Um, and then, you know, Ghost says he's going to call Vincent and set up, you know, meeting for the, the feds, you know, so that they can question Tariq and everything. So we have that, you know, where they meet up in the, in the, uh, in the cafe or whatever. And, um, I wanted to ask you guys, what did you think of Tariq's performance in this scene? Because he comes up with, you know, um, he comes up with this story about some racist living, in the apartment building so he wanted to go out back to avoid this person and everything like do you feel like it was a very convincing story on Tariq's part no I mean yes and no when you look at it just say you know I'm the black kid and there's the racist guy in the building who doesn't like me because I live there then okay you kind of believe it but in if you really think about it the story itself doesn't really make much sense in the set, in the fact that the guy lives on a whole separate floor and somehow in the back way, I'm I don't get it. Do they have their own separate private entry in the back, <laughs> or does everyone else have access to the back? I don't know, cause cause you know I I love New York architecture. I'm a big fan of it. Like, isn't it usually like the back is the fire escape? Like you know you go out and then yeah. you, you walk down. And- Right, and then also with the elevator, they have the penthouse, so is it their own private elevator? I have no idea. You know, this this could be another convenience of, of the power writing. Oh. No, like, it, it made sense on a surface level, but I guess if you really, really think about it, 
then there's more questions than answers and less sense to be made. But I think that he did a good job for what his brain could handle. And so that was the best lie he could come up with. So I just want to say, in my personal opinion, uh, Tariq is an absolutely horrible liar. (laughs) Um, You know, the way that they have like To go back to the point that I made earlier The way that they are painting this show It is very much about father versus son Sorry about that, cut off for a second This show is about father versus son And I go to that point again Because even when he did lie To family they, They have made it very apparent That now Ghost is the one that sees right through his lies and confronts him about it. Whereas Tasha hasn't done that. Uh, you know, I guess you could say to some extent Tommy has, because uh, you know he found the drugs and stuff that, that Tariq had at, when he was at when he was at show. But to me, it's like Ghost obviously sees through his lies. You know, when he lies about something, he'll confront him about it later. So they're making this about you know. Who is who is who is the who is the better man here? Is it Ghost or is it is it his his uh, son? So um, I wasn't convinced with the acting he has done. I did laugh because I go back to that scene where he was talking with Ghost, and he said, "Oh, I'm gonna. I promise that I'll, I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll stop doing this." You know, and he promised. So I did. I didn't know about. I didn't know about Tommy either. I didn't know that Tommy was alive. All this other stuff. And then he hugs Ghost, and then he has that horrible smile on his face. To sort of make you know the very cringeworthy look that he has, so I'm not really convinced that he's uh, good at pretending. But obviously, one thing, one point that I will make is that we do know that this site, this this show has made Blanco out to be a detective that is very thorough and will really investigate everything that she can. So that story he gave her, what's to stop that character from actually investigating to see who was in the building? Let me try and talk to some people that are in the building. Because the thing is, if you're saying that there's a racist in the building, that's not, I don't think that's going to be an isolated incident of this is just, you know, and if there's other people that live in that building of other ethnicities that have dealt with that racist, they also would, would, would say, yeah, there's somebody in this building that has some issues. So nothing would stop that character from really getting to the bottom of that. So we'll see if they go down that route. I don't know. I don't think they will, but. She's definitely going to find a lie in that and then going to come back at Tariq and then he's going to have to answer for that. So we'll have to see how they actually put that together. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she she's officially like my uh, my favorite detective. So I hope she sees through that BS, you know, the story that he told and actually goes to look into it more. Um, but, uh, you know, let, let's move on to what happens immediately after that scene. So. You know, um, Tariq, basically outside of the the, the uh, building, you know, Tariq tells Tasha that Vincent is going to kill ghosts, Tommy and Tariq anyway, like re- regardless of whether they get the money or not. So obviously, you know, that uh, that gets Tasha very disturbed and everything. Um, so before I get to what happens next, I wanted to ask you guys a quick question here. If you were in Tasha's position as, as a mother, right, or you know, say you were a father in that situation as well, wouldn't you just grab Tariq and run right at that moment? Like, 
what what would like what was stopping them vincent was in the car right like surely you know he can probably like turn around or whatever but it would take them you know at least a few seconds to do that right like to to get the car in gear and everything and and make a u-turn you know there's probably traffic on that road and stuff so they have a they had a great chance at just running like and they didn't do it you know and they were talking for like a while as well like they didn't just go straight back to the car so like wouldn't the mother instinct in you just grab him and run like no no not necessarily no because the thing is is you don't know the ifs you don't know there they could be more negative than positive when it comes to running like that so yes you may gutterly want to just take off running but i don't know who is also in in that cafe area i don't know who's on the block i don't know who's following us i mean the detectives were just there like she could have been like oh do you, no. do you guys mind waiting here a little bit and no. just like made a run for it <laughs> no because there's too many what if scenarios yeah i mean i guess you never really know what's gonna happen but i feel like you know if i was a parent in that situation i would at least chance it or try it or i would have backup around the corner or a car ready to go or something like i would if i knew this scenario was happening where you know um vincent was gonna let me take my son to talk to some detectives i would plan something so that i could just take my my child and run like that that's just me like i would do that you know but what do you think well well i I, well i just i just want to say this We, we we do know one thing if Natasha did try to take Ghost. I mean, they tried to take uh, Tariq. And then Vincent and his people shot her and shot Tariq and killed them both. They will be successful because this show has taught us you can do stuff in broad daylight and get get rid of it. You, you Look at what happened in this episode with, with, with Dre stabbing the guy on the corner. That's it. He's out. He's down for the count. He's done. <laughs> well, so, remember so, when yeah. they was moving the shipment with the big bag? Remember he had the big baggie? In the broad yeah. daylight, and he just handed it to him like it was nothing. Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. So they definitely could have done that, but but uh, I guess you know Tasha was just so scared. You know, I, I don't want to, uh, mm. I don't want to get killed. You know, I, I got to make sure that um, you know nothing happens to my baby Tariq, even though Tariq really don't give a damn about either of his parents. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I guess uh, Tariq in that situation, he really didn't want that to happen anyway, you know, because he he wants the deal to happen. Um, yeah, he want that money. He want that money. Yeah, but you know, I'm just saying from Tasha's perspective, I would like you know at least attempt it or something like you know. But I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's a show, so you know you have to have this drama continue. So I understand. You know, I'm, that that wasn't a dig. I was just. You know, that was really just a, well, a question. Well, well, it's not. It's definitely not a dig. But as you said, with this particular show, uh, why well, I feel with a lot of shows, I guess you have to uh, have the suspension of disbelief and just go with whatever they show you. Like I know last week, everyone was just hyped for that uh, the shootout with Proctor, and everybody was just like praising it. Oh, this is the amazing show! A- excellent writing. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, as we said last week. From a logical standpoint, if you shoot up an apartment complex like that, a high-profile place like that, uh, you may you may tell me there's no one in that building that's not going to hear that, no witnesses. They could have easily, uh, you know, 
address that as well but you have to suspend disbelief and pretend like the characters are uh, they're just completely oblivious to all of this they have a ton of power so they can do whatever they want to do but at some point in time they will get caught this this is this is inevitable so but we'll see <laughs> yep so um you know we have a few scenes happen next you know uh, one of them involves you know Tommy getting some of the money back he realizes there's only uh, 40,000 or whatever and then also you know Tasha brings back uh the news that Vincent is going to kill everyone anyway um so they all kind of have they huddle around each other in Tommy's apartment and have like a meeting about how to proceed because you know they they haven't raised you know enough money or whatever and and uh they're gonna like vincent wants to kill them anyway and stuff so uh one of the things they do to to have more leverage is tommy kidnaps one of vincent's men and then uh with the matter of getting more money they come up with an idea um like what if what if somebody robs the fundraiser you know because there's going to be all these rich people there it's going to be a lot of money there so you know they come up with that idea that that might be the best way to get the rest of the money and everything um so you know we have that scene happen and then we have the whole club sequence it starts off and you know um there there is something i want to bring up here that i'm going to go to rich for but before that uh there's you know we we see two bit catch a glimpse of dre uh, and dre sees him so I wanted to ask you guys, do you think that that's going to lead to something later on down the line between 2-Bit and History? I mean, and Dre, sorry, because they have history. Um, so what do you think, Dana? Well, that whole scene, first of all, with the with the whole shoot em up thing, I almost peed myself. That was the funniest thing I have ever seen. Wait, what I scene? Was- the the, the 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 idea to go and rob them. Oh wait! Oh, the idea. Yeah. Yeah, the idea. It seemed like something out of the Joker movie. <laughs> it was just so freaking hilarious. Um, but I guess it would make sense. They do have the most money there. Um, so I that was something that I I very much was looking forward to. Um, in regards to Tubit, I think there might be something down the line that we have to, to pay attention to what it is yet i don't fully know but i think there is something that that we do have to pay attention to yeah mm-hmm. what do you think rich oh yes there 100 percent will be a confrontation we spoke about this on a couple of episodes like when dre came back we said well what's going to happen when he finds out that his guys are now working with tommy so I- i'm very curious to see how they handle that but uh, obviously, uh, two bit, uh, not too intelligent to bring that gun. And even if he was successful in shooting Dre, why would you do that at that particular time when there are a, a, a whole bunch of people right there, out, right in the club? You know, it's, it, 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 I would think uh, that might cut, you know, that, that you definitely draw some attention to yourself. But uh, obviously, he didn't do that. But yeah, they are going to have that tension at, at one point. And just because you brought up Dre as well. I just want to make a quick point and say we criticized Jason earlier 100% 100% feel like Dre is going to get with Jason because one thing that they did point out in this episode when Jason took that money is that they made it clear that they you know obviously 
they can't really go back to Jason for certain things. Although I'm pretty sure that will be fixed in the next episode. But Dre is in a very easy position now where he can, once he does get his daughter back, by the way, they didn't address that either. They didn't finish the whole thing where when Ghost was talking to Tate about, I need you to get access. I need you to make sure get get, get access to Dre's daughter so Dre can get her back. They didn't finish that. So they got to finish that also as an explanation in the next episode. But once he gets his daughter back, nothing will stop him from just approaching Jason and, and working with Jason. So that's going to definitely happen. And then you're going to have a situation where, like I said before, Jason teams up with, 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 with Dre. Now Tommy and Ghost are going to have to deal with Jason and Dre because pretty sure Jason is going to say, well, Dre, we need to take, get rid of Tommy and Ghost. And that's what's going to end up happening. But uh, to stay on topic of what you said, uh, yeah, the two-bit thing is definitely going to escalate further. Without a, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that scenario you painted, that's another repeat of something we saw before, by the way. I just wanted to point yeah. that out. <laughs> <You know>. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, as, as far as um, I, I agree, what you said is pro- it's very plausible. I think that's probably the direction they're going in. But what I think is going to happen is I think Dre will definitely, you know, like you said, he'll get with Jason and, um, you know, secure a deal with him. And what I think is going to happen, I think Dre is going to go see 2-Bit and, you know, get him back on his side. And that's how he can just take over Tommy's business. Like, he can just completely snatch away the business from Tommy. Because there's already some kind of tension between 2-Bit and Tommy. Um, You know, because, like, they they had a disagreement over the money and everything. And uh, 2-Bit clearly doesn't like the, uh, the other guy, the bald guy. Um, that works with Tommy so so yeah I think maybe there's a way that Dre can get 2-Bit back on his side um, so that's what I was thinking but um, yeah so moving on um, you know obviously we're at the, the fundraiser and Jamie is having a conversation with Tate and Tate is all like you know how did you do it how, how did you get the money back in the account so fast and at home, we were all thinking the same question. Um, so, Rich, I-, I wanted to ask you, you know, how the hell did Ghost manage to pay back Tate, put all the money back in the, the, the campaign accounts and everything? You know, how did he get that money back so fast? But they they struggled to get the money for Tariq. Well, that's a very, very simple answer to this question Gary and I'm glad that you asked this question for those that are wondering it is as was already stated on this show by our other excellent panelist Dana a matter of convenience because the scene directly before this scene they're talking about he brings back the money from Zig oh I only made 40 G's off of this Say, wait we're still short we're still short so obviously at the end of that scene you do see that Tasha is counting money with Keisha. So I guess we're supposed to believe, well, they just happened to have enough to get to get the million back. And that was how they were able to give the money right back to Tate. It, it, that, that right there is just ridiculous because you have from one scene to the to the next. And that's something in editing. I guess maybe they would say, well, we didn't have enough time to put in another scene. Or they want you to believe, well, there was another montage that happened. Because they showed us that montage earlier of everybody making money with selling drugs. So I don't really understand the logic of that. But obviously, 
I guess somehow Lakeisha had enough money. They already had 40 G's. They didn't have that much more they needed to make. So I guess she just magically came up on some money and that's it. We got enough. We, we paid a million back and then, and then we're able to move forward. But I did not understand that whatsoever. And once again, I would, I would implore those that leave a comment. If you thought this was brilliantly handled from that perspective, that right there, definitely let me know in the comment section what you think. Because to me, I looked at that and I was like, come on now, son. How are you going to have that one scene before we're struggling and all of a sudden, miraculously, oh, everything is resolved, though. Just just that quick. Didn't make any sense at all to me. <laughs> yeah, that, that was that was hilarious, I have to say. Like, that was hilarious. So basically, their, their last idea, you know, to pay back Tariq's ransom was to rob the, the club and everything, but they were able to you know make enough money to pay back tate and they saw tate as a bigger priority than their son i guess um so that's 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 quite hilarious and 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 i feel like you know obviously they wasn't going to do this because they already went down this path i feel like if you're in that much of a bind financially and you need that money why not ask stern but ghost has already asked stern for money already we've already seen that again uh you know a couple episodes ago so he wasn't obviously going to go back to stern and say hey uh, i i I need to borrow a million dollars obviously they wasn't going to do that but the explanation of that is just completely ridiculous because if you only got 40 g's from zig's product you need to explain well how the hell they get the rest of the money but i guess they just want you to just believe oh well everything worked out everybody was just selling and then that was it because if you saw in that moment that you know dre and alfonso were still selling products and still make you know bringing in money at that point and then of course then the robbery thing happened so i mean i understand the explanation of how you got the money to pay for to pay for Tariq at that moment because of the robbery that happened but prior to that come on now son anyone who's watching this show you can't overlook that fact unless you're just a huge fan and you're like well whatever i'm going to suspend disbelief that they they figured it out somehow but that right there is definitely an area that was weak and needed more explanation in my personal opinion <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. So, you know I just wanna say oh, really quickly that this was Tate's absolute best shining moment of an episode. From just the whole very beginning of when Ghost wouldn't asked him for a million and then two million dollars and his whole response was just hilarious to the fact that Oh, oh yeah. You know, he, he he wanted the he was he asking for his money back the whole time. He's just hilarious and slimy. And even when we get to the very end, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. But yeah. This whole episode, they really, really made Tate shine. And I appreciate that. Cause he was looking a little clownish before. He looked like that, you know, wannabe tough guy. And he he really did it. I loved it. Yeah, it, 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 I, I agree. And I also appreciate the fact that they explained some of his backstory because we never knew he was a cop before. We knew right. now from this episode. So that's good. That explains why those two officers, those two detectives stopped Jamie when he tried to kill Tommy before. So that I'm glad they put that in there to explain that. So bravo on that part. Yeah, let's uh... What I do appreciate is that he is very strategic and he's a thinker, and Ghost was thinking too. And they just they made a great couple in that whole episode. Absolutely. Yeah, so let's get right to that because you know that was the next part. So, 
um i i agree with you guys they really did set tay up you know as as a great character in this episode to me Tate was ghost in this episode like he was like you know he was thorough all the way through this episode like i i i think he did a great job um so yeah like the whole robbery you know um begins you know it goes according to plan right up to the point where tate recognizes alphonse um is it, is it alfonso or alphonse i can't remember but, i thought it was alfonso no alphonse no. i don't okay. know yeah alphonse we'll call him alphonse so you know he recognizes the voice and everything so he knows it's him and i'm wondering why did ghost even use him like because obviously like tate would be able to recognize him but um but yeah that's why you answered your own question (laughs) so it was a matter of convenience yeah your your favorite it was it was it was that so he could have that shining moment (laughs) yeah yeah so um Tate recognizes him, but you know they continue to rob everyone according to Ghost's plan. Uh, when they actually get to Ghost, they put some extra sauce on it. You know they're like they're like, give me that watch. You know, and, and Ghost is all like, you know, he knows what's happening, but he's like, nah, I ain't giving you my watch, man. And then you know Tasha, you know she starts with the dramatics and everything, saying just give it to him. And then you know he uh, he uh, screws his face up and takes the watch <laughs> off. <laughs> and then she winks at him. <laughs> she winks. Yeah, yeah, that was that. That was good. Like all of this is, you know, is is still good. Like it's it's still it's a tense scene. So like I give them props for that. You know, there's tension all throughout. Well, so I, I think it was it was good. Even though it's unrealistic, it was still good to watch. What was you gonna say, Rich? Well, I just want to ask: Do y'all do y'all honestly think that? Tate thinks about this and how that all played out. Do you still think that he is going to think is, is a little suspicious that Ghost was involved because they emphasize that the robbers really emphasize? Yeah, I want that watch. You know, they were, <laughs> and they were, they were extra extra rough with Ghost. So, do y'all think that he's going to question that, or it doesn't matter? Because I will say this: it worked out good because of what of the because of how it made everything look you know as ramona mentioned to ghosts afterwards oh yes people are going to be coming to truth and then of course this will obviously help out tate's campaign big time so the way it played out it it, yes uh, uh, again that was good the way they played it out even though we can criticize some of the the ways they got there but yeah but that was just a question that i had uh well these characters are at, at this point in time their intelligence is very selective like you know they're they're smart when they conveniently (laughs) when they conveniently need to be smart that's when they're smart the rest of the time they're not smart so i don't think tate is even going to think about this again um and i don't think he's gonna you know think anything of that you know um and especially with how it turns out you know with him looking like the hero um so yeah basically what happens next is you know um ghost gives him like basically uh alphonse starts heckling you know uh ramona and then ghost hands um tate the gun and then you know he he steps forward and he tries to talk down of alphonse telling him he's taking it too far and everything obviously he's talking to him in layers like he's 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 in on it so he's actually telling him you are going too far but to the rest of the people it's like you know he's he's saying it from a different perspective but you know he's telling him basically that you're going too far um and that you should back off you should you know 
go run away with your friends and everything but Alphonse doesn't back down he's he's really in character it seems and then you know Tate steps forward and shoots him you know um and then Tate becomes the hero he saves everyone even though you know um did did they say in that report that they all got their money back I think they did right yeah wait did they no there's no way they could have got their money back but um they oh yeah it was the insurance that's that's what she said she said the insurance is gonna um reimburse yeah, everyone yeah yeah she said and, the insurance yeah yeah so so Tate ends up being the hero and um yeah um this actually looks good for him it actually helps his campaign and then you know we see ghost and ramona talking about it outside so i wanted to ask you guys what you thought of that whole scene you know the the tension the dramatics and everything um do you think it played out well um you know was there was there any flaws that you want to acknowledge or anything so uh what would you think dana i thought the whole scene again was hilarious um it was one of those things where you know we it was funny in the sense that Tasha couldn't stop winking. The guy couldn't stop going extra hard. Um and so Councilman Tate was just sitting there with the whole I know you, I know you aspect part. Ghost is trying to hand him the gun. The whole thing just combined was hilarious. But I do say that it was really good tension. Like, I expected someone aside from Alfonso to get shot, or Alfonso, whatever his name is. Um, just because of just how over the top it was, he was acting, it kind of felt like... You ever watch any of those those you know, real stories and you hear, like, the, the inside job and, and you know what's going on? It kind of felt like it was one of those over-the-top moments where it was a parody of a bad robbery. But I do felt that, in a way, it was still wonderfully executed. And that um, they did a really... They just really... They did do a, a pretty decent job during this whole episode. And especially, that was the highlight for me, was the whole robbery scene. And I, I really do appreciate it. Um, I was slightly confused about the whole ghost part because even if it is an inside job thing, why ghost was going extra hard over the watch. So that kind of felt forced to me in order to have this whole scene with Tate. Um, but other than that, it was fairly okay. And what do you think, Rich? Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah, I, I was muted for a second. Uh, I, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I mean, like I said, you know, for 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 for, for the for the fact of entertainment. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was I thought it was totally fine from an entertainment standpoint. Uh, and, and again, it achieved the goal of showing you. I mean, it explains a lot of things. It explains that now why why you may see a lot of people now coming to truth. Uh, it explains why now Tate has a better chance of actually becoming governor. I mean, so they, they achieved that goal. Uh, and again, it also emphasized that Alphonse, you know, when you don't go according to plan, things things change and anybody can be taken out at, 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 at a moment. So that character, again, not really a character that I cared about because... We haven't seen the character in a while, um, but I am curious to see, you know, what's going to be the fallout from this happening uh, after this. 
But yeah, I think it achieved the goal of being entertainment, of being entertaining, regardless of the flaws that we can we can talk about that that it had in in terms of how they got to that point. But yeah, it was entertaining, so I'm fine with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like th- this was definitely the highlight of the episode. You know, uh, like I said, it's it's not in any way realistic, but I actually enjoyed you know this whole club scene. So. I think they did a great job. And like I said, they did a great job with, with Councilman Tate. I like that, you know, the, this plan actually ended up helping his campaign. Um, yeah. That he looked good and that, you know, he, he has a strong case for running uh, for governor now and everything. So that was an interesting slant on it, you know. Um, so, yeah, I think that was good. Um, so moving on to the events, you know, at the end of the episode and, every, and everything, um, uh, Tasha, you know, he, um, she kind of steps in, you know, when when a uh, ghost is talking to Ramona and they're getting too intimate. She steps in and she's like, no, nah, we will go get our son right now. You know, so she uh, she kind of cock blocks that situation. And then um, they go to the exchange to go get to and everything and handle with the money Um and, you know, obviously they exchange uh, Tariq for Vincent's guy and, you know, he brings them the money and then Tariq walks over to Ghost and Tommy. And then, uh, you know, Vincent continues to threaten them after the exchange has, has happened. Um, and then, you know, we see Uncle Benny show up with a few goons um, behind him and then um vincent and benny actually recognize each other i guess you know both being italians and everything and uh benny basically threatens vincent with a war like he's saying you know i don't want to go to war with you and everything so just back down now pretty much um so i want to ask you guys before we get to what happens right at the end do you guys think that there there might be that might be something that happens down the road where we see Benny and Vincent going at it like in like a a gang war or something like that. Uh, I do I do believe. Uh, oh no, go 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 ahead, Dana. No no go go. Oh no, I I just was going to say I do believe that that is foreshadowing. Um, this is a potential uh idea that can be explored for a spinoff show because they said there were going to be multiple spinoff shows. Um. So if Vincent survives, if Benny survives, they may may decide to go down that path uh, for next season. And, you know, maybe it could be something whereas if Tariq is still around, then uh, he'll be the one that will be playing both both sides as far as working with Benny and working with Vincent. I mean, I, I'm not sure, but I do think that when they throw in certain lines and certain things in there, it is foreshadowing something that can potentially happen. Uh, rarely does it ever not happen, but or, or 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 something happens to that effect, but it's different from what they tease. So we'll have to wait and see what they have planned. Yeah. Yeah. What was you gonna say, Daniel? No. Um. Yeah. I think that if they do go to war, it could be something exciting. Um. But I do feel like there was over. They were foreshadowing something, and that you know there are multiple spinoffs that was being told, and I do feel that. Maybe at the end, we could end up getting that kind of spinoff. Or, remember at the gate, again, once Benny figures out that it was Tommy who killed um, Proctor, that could end up 
making the war turn on Tommy. I don't know how this is going to end. In a weird way, I feel that this whole thing could be a scenario where we saw at the end of The Wire regarding, um, oh gosh, the big main Omar. Remember how Omar was taken out and how we thought Omar was going to be taken out? And what ended up actually happening? That could end up being something else. Now he has extra backup. I don't know. So I do like that whole scenario where I do feel that they could be foreshadowing something or it could end up turning into something that I didn't expect. Hopefully that is good. So so wait a second. I just have to ask a question. So so Dana, are are, are you predicting that we could potentially see Lakeisha's son take out Tommy? Oh, ha, 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 the random. <laughs> well, you see this? Why would they randomly include a child all of a sudden? Lakeisha's magical son that's, you know, was with her father for the past, what, seven? Well, no, what are we on? Six? Six so five seasons. seasons? Five seasons, because this is season six. So, like, five seasons. <laughs> he's just been gone, and now he's magically here. And why was he here? Oh, to take out, to take out maybe, or maybe take out Tommy. I don't know. So, yeah, that would be. Something I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, shouts to the wire because Benny was actually in that show too. Like that's where I know him from. So, uh, yeah, that, that's definitely the greatest show ever. But uh, sorry, the people don't want us to say that. They want us to say power is. So, my bad. Um, so yeah, <laughs> carrying on. <laughs> so. Um, Tommy then thanks Benny. You know, um, Vincent. You know, he he actually uh, steps off, and he pull. He, he he actually leaves, takes his money, and goes. Um, and then you know, Tommy and Ghost they thank Benny for everything. And there's a very intense moment where you know Benny's like, "Oh, Ghost has a friend in me for life." You know, uh, for giving me the name of Proctor's killer. And there's some awkward stares between the three of them. And then you know, Benny leaves basically. And um, you know, Tariq gets in the car, and then Tommy and Ghost stare each other down. And yeah, um, then we get some some a couple of scenes after that. And Ghost is you know he's he's at Tasha's place, and Tariq you know he goes to bed or whatever. And Ghost all of a sudden he has this you know uh, this major breakthrough you know in his mind, and he's like, wait a minute. Tommy killed Proctor and then you know he basically tells Tasha that and says you know why he thinks that with the whole Benny situation the way Tommy was looking and everything and then uh, we also have the scene where Tommy you know he, he comes home to Keisha and then he tells her that Ghost knows that he killed Proctor and he basically tells her there's no going back and that you know uh half time is over and that you know i guess i guess from next week the war between ghost and tommy is back on basically um so yeah that's how the show ends so i wanted to ask you rich um what do you think of you know those final scenes at the end well to, to go off of what you both said uh this episode really played up the tension well uh and i feel that that is when they decided to do season six of power, that is one thing they wanted to emphasize, which is why they really had to build this up over the extended period of 15 episodes. So 
like I said earlier, I do believe that Benny, um, I find it interesting that they waited until now to really reveal that this is a character you need to really pay a lot of attention to. So, I mean, they, we saw him in the past, but in this particular episode, when he really made it clear what what businesses he he what business he's fully into and how much power he has. So, um, I'll be curious to see how that, that how how they explain this because again, Lisa Marie has already seen Tommy. If you recall earlier this season, Tommy paid Proctor a visit, so she knows who Tommy is. Uh, she can tell. I, I mean, I just feel like because they, because Benny knows that. Proctor was working with Tommy and Ghost. Really can't say that he he trusts them hundred percent. Even though he gave James that line about yeah, you're, you're you're my friend for life. But like I said, if he ever finds out Tariq played a role in what happened to Proctor, all bets are off at that point. But again, they want you to think everything is cool between these two characters. Um, but we'll see what happens. And yes, Tommy is shook now to some degree about you know Benny. You know he's going to have to deal with that situation, but. One thing we do know is that, you know, I'm pretty sure Vincent, all of these guys have egos. I'm pretty sure Vincent didn't like being talked down, uh, you know, by Benny in this episode. So Tommy could approach Vincent and say, hey, you know, this is a problem we should probably deal with. I mean, and, I, I, and I'll be curious to see if Vincent would actually align himself with Tommy to go after uh, Benny if he needs to. But again, they have all of these things going on, and now it's a matter of seeing how it all plays out. But Ghost and Tommy, yes, they found a way to, again, te- have them team up again so that we can delay the inevitable, which is the showdown that they are eventually going to happen. And it is going to happen because there's no way it doesn't happen now. Then there's no going back. It's just a matter of how they're going to tell that story. But if it was me, honestly, if I was somehow in charge of power, I would have made the controversial decision to say, you know what? Instead of doing a season six of 15 episodes, why don't I just do like a two hour movie and have it get to the point of Tommy and Ghost taking each other out? Because all of this extended stuff with all these other characters, while it's good, while it's entertaining, is it really 100 percent necessary? In my opinion, it isn't. But if you're going to have a spinoff shows, then, yeah, you have to take this approach. But really, it's about Ghost and Tommy. It's been about them since the beginning. And now you're bringing Tariq into the fold. So as you said, Gary, maybe Tariq is the one who ultimately decides the fate of both characters. But uh, really, it's about Ghost and Tommy. Team Ghost and Team Tommy. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, okay, now you go first, Dana, my bad. Um, for me, I, I do feel that, you know, at the end of the day, as Richard said, it's going to be Team Ghost and Team Tommy. So yeah. Okay. Yeah, so my thing is um first of all, let me say this like cuz you know Rich speculated this last week on whether uh you know um Ghost would there there would be a situation where Ghost wouldn't know who killed Proctor and then he would find out later. Um so I just want to go back to that real quick and say how the hell could he not suspect Tommy? Like, I I really don't understand. Like, he was literally at Maria Suarez's house. He saw her dead on the ground. Then he went home and he sees his apartment shot up. Now, who is the one other person that would connect two of those people together? Like, okay, it could have been Dre. But most likely it's not Dre. 
Um, so the only other person is Tommy. Like, so he should be suspecting either one of those two people. Like, I don't understand how he could have not known that it was Tommy who who killed Proctor. And then you know he figures it out at the end of the episode. Um, I feel like you know that is bad writing. I'm sorry, I, I can't you know I can't ignore that. That's bad writing for Ghost's character because <laughs> he was he was really built up in in the first you know five seasons of Power. He was built up to be a mastermind, and now he can't figure out who killed these two people, and you know who else might have a connection to those two people other than him. Like, how can he not well, figure well- it out? Well, you couldn't have it, you know, matter of convenience. You couldn't have him figure it out earlier because then we wouldn't have got him working together with, with Ghost. I mean, with Tommy. So, yeah. That, 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 and, and let me add, a, let me add on this other point. It, you know, obviously, uh, with, with Proctor's death is, is a very big deal. You know, all the fans, we all felt it. We didn't feel he deserved it. But no. for Ghost, who is a very selfish character, well, my son is in trouble. I have to do everything because it's about making sure that I'm happy, not anyone else. So that was why they wanted to emphasize it was it was all about Tariq. We need to make sure Tariq is safe. So that's why he didn't really think about the Proctor thing. And he didn't think about it. It was all about Tariq at that moment. So that's what that's what this whole situation was about. And, and, it, and it does play to the strength of Ghost being a selfish person, a selfish character with an ego, only concerned about himself. Of course, it's being masked with the fact that, well, I got to make sure my son is okay. But it's really to make sure he's he's okay because he's done a bad job as a parent. So has Tasha. So in order to make sure things things are okay, we got to we just got to get Tariq back safe. That, that's it. So I guess that's the explanation that they would say um, as to why he didn't really think about the Proctor thing at that moment because it was all the focus was on Tariq. Yeah, and that that definitely is convenience writing right there. Um, I mean, yeah, of course, his son is the most important thing. I, I get that. But just the way they've set up these events and the fact that he, he in no way suspected Tommy, like, that's that's ridiculous, in my opinion. Um, yeah, so, I agree. So, yeah, you know, that that's, that's one thing I wanted to say. Now, you know, with how it ends and, you know, um, Ghost obviously finding that out and then, you know, he has a newfound hatred for Tommy again. And then, you know, Tommy talking to Keisha and saying half time is over and you know, um this can only end one way, yada yada yada. Okay, so I wanna say this, right? They've used they've used the uh get back together card already this season. They just used it, you know, to get Tariq back. They cannot use that card again. Like if if they're going back to wanting to kill each other, that's what it has to be from here on. Like they have to commit to it now. They can't have no more Tommy and Ghost getting back together. So you know, we for example, right? We talked earlier in this episode about the possibility of Dre getting with Jason and then possibly you know taking Two Bit and and taking over the drug game again, right? So if that happens, I do not want to see Tommy and Ghost get back together to take out Jason and Dre. Like that cannot happen from here on. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, there I, is there is no way we can defend the show after that. Like it's it's I, ridiculous. I I, I agree a hundred percent with your point, and I will also throw more fire onto that and say not only do they have to get back at each other, but now I, I don't want to see no missed gunshot attempts. 
I when you go after the target, just kill him. No, oh, I missed him. I I I I didn't I didn't I didn't shoot him, but I, I but I definitely shot up where he was at. No, they need to if they are focused on taking each other out. They got to just do it now. I, I don't want to see like somebody got to get wounded or something. If you don't kill them at that moment, but it cannot be. Well, I, I took out a machine gun and I took all these shots at the guy and I still missed them. No, we can't see that. We've seen that enough already this season also. So I was just going to add that point. <laughs> yeah. And, and the worst part about it is, is they both know where to find each other. Like they both know where <laughs> each other is. Like Here's the thing. Playing devil's advocate here. I feel that yes, you may want to kill someone, and and and, and, and you know, it is very simple to find them and end them and, and to call it a day. At the end of the day, Tommy and Ghost have this weird connection and bond with each other that I don't feel it's something where they gutturally want to go and actually kill each other, and they may be purposely stalling it because they do still care for each other. In a weird way, that's how I view it. Yeah, I mean, well, that that might be the case, but uh, they they just keep playing up this same angle of them hating yes, each that's, other. So that's the issue. Is just how they keep executing it. But I do sadly feel that in this is going to be like a realistic world scenario. It is kind of hard to take out your your best friend, your brother. And that they may be delaying it. Because there is feelings there. Yeah. What was you going to say, Rich? You were going to say something. Yeah, you know, Dana just said it. Yes, because they are brothers. It is definitely going to be hard. There's going to be some tension. Um, so maybe, so, so so to go to that point, what Dana said, maybe, maybe that explains why when they shoot, they miss. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless, of course, it's somebody they absolutely dislike, then then they will kill them. Like, like Maria Suarez, one mm-hmm. shot, that was it. She, she's done. Wait, so, so so you're saying Tommy <laughs> Tommy had passionate feelings about Proctor? Is that what you're saying? Oh yeah, yeah, they, <laughs> yeah, work, together. I mean, they yeah. work together. In, in, the, in the end of the day, you... they had some kind of like emotional attachment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Gary, you saw the last episode. Tommy just got so excited when Proctor did the dark turn and said, "We need to kill Maria Suarez." And, wow, Proctor, you made a complete dark turn. So yeah, he, he's getting excited by this stuff. So yeah, maybe he did care about Proctor, but uh, Maria Suarez, no, she's taking out the picture. Bam, one shot. That's it. Yeah, so. we're like yeah. When he when someone wants to when when someone wants to kill another person, they know how to do it, and they can do it accurately. This is all driven by emotions. Mm-hmm. So this is why I also kind of feel that it won't be Tommy nor uh, Ghost who end up killing the other person or one person. I do feel that it'll be somebody on the outside. Right, very good okay. point. Well, you know, um, there are nine episodes left, and you know, there's four oh. episodes left of this year, and then you know, the the, the remaining five are next year. So I want to see how they're gonna approach this whole thing. Um, I feel like at the end of these these next four episodes, someone has to either you know be severely injured, or you know they have to be on the run and you know leave new york for for a while or something drastic has to happen here because we can't have this same scenario of them being in the same you know surroundings knowing where each other is and not doing anything about it now obviously there's going to be a lot of other stuff happening on the side with vincent benny and 
um, Jason and Dre and the investigation. So I'm sure they can come up with creative ways for, you know, um, to, to, to keep adding drama and suspense and, and, and things like that. But if they are going to keep playing up this angle, if these two people hate each other and want to kill each other, you know, they, they just, they can't keep, you know, um, having it be so convenient and them you know knowing where each other are and not doing anything about it like that's just it's real lazy um sure you could say they have feelings for each other they don't really want to do it but if that's the case they need to show that more like because they haven't really shown they have by not killing each other (laughs) but but there needs to be some kind of dramatic scenes where you know like He's trying. He like he has the drop on him. He has the pistol pointed at him, and he's just struggling to pull the trigger. Or you know, there has so to you, be. There has to. We have to know that. <laughs> this you is how you want to argue my brother's keeper moment? That's what you want. Yeah, like because I I don't get the sense. All I see is them having hatred for each other. Like I don't see them struggling to commit to killing the other person. You know, so. And it's getting really tired at this point, you know. So that, that's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm not saying you know this is the trashiest show in the world. I'm not saying you know it's not entertaining to watch. It's still very highly entertaining. I'm just saying that it's getting real tired, having the same story patterns repeat. You know that that's all I'm saying. That's my biggest gripe <laughs> with the show. So um, <laughs> so yeah. Um, before we get out of here though, um. Do you guys got any thoughts on what's going to happen next or you know anything you want to highlight from the preview scenes for the next episode anything like that well uh Tariq will continue to be a pain and everyone's behind and he'll continue with the with the bad acting and what I mean is like not the actor being a bad actor I feel that Tariq is purposely being bad actor <laughs> just because it's just you know he's feeling himself and he thinks that he can outsmart everybody, and it's kind of cute. And I, I, I see him continuing with that behavior. I see um, Tommy and Ghost continuing to not kill each other. Now we have to worry about Keisha, who really should have never been involved in the first place, and Keisha being extra hypersensitive and and flipping out anytime a cop breathes. Um, I do see a weird situation, maybe some type of rekindling of a friendship between Tasha and Lakeisha and then also Tasha with Quentin I believe his name is um I think the guy the drug dealer mm-hmm. was that as well um I cause she's like feeling herself she's like I'm a drug dealer now woo and she's all you know excited and happy about it and the whole strip club situation so maybe we would get some involvement with that and her her setting up you know the drug business through the strip club and, and through her daycare and being happy about that. And also they did spend a time with um, Tasha was teaching Lakeisha the books and how to properly doctor everything. So I, I do feel that Lakeisha may be on the path of learning. So that could be something <laughs> as well. Um, what else? Um, Uncle Benny, I don't, Uncle Benny's going to start putting things together and who knows, he might be after Tommy now. And Vincent, hopefully, will kill Tariq eventually. Maybe. Something. Anything. And then, of course, we now have, uh, we're going to definitely have Governor Tate after that whole 
situation, which was hilarious and wonderful. And I loved how right after it, he ran to the camera and told his harrowing story about Alphonse and, you know, and about crime and how we have to help the kids of, of today. So he's definitely getting elected. So maybe that, well, he's getting his own spinoff. We know that for sure. So that will just be, a, you know, the adventures of Governor Tate will continue with that and him winning the election. Um, in regards to, oh, the the um, ghost and the woman that he seems to be having an eye for, whose name Ramona. I can't remember. Ramona. Ramona. Oh, yeah. I, oh, I yeah. Think he is a, he, wow. <laughs> Are you okay over there? <laughs> Do you need to go to the bathroom? Are you alright? Oh no, I'm good. Some, I'm good. You, you need some alone time? <laughs> He's really excited. Uh, I'm good. You sure? Okay. Um, I just see um, a situation finally happening between between those two, which is kind of really weird and and wonderful, at least for me. That remember all the sex scenes that were so what every episode? We're not getting that anymore. And I are know you, are that you disappointed about that. I'm happy about it, but I know that Richard has been deprived, which is why. He oh no! So oh no! Excited. Well, well, well I, well, I, well, I will just say this: I, I, that's definitely coming, and I also find it very interesting how, when Alphonse was holding her up, he said, "Oh yeah, you're the chick that was married to the dude that made the sex tape." So, and I did see when he said that, you know, look like ghost expression changed. Like, whoa, wait, well, hold on, hold on a second. So, what's going to happen? It's gonna happen. I mean, they they have already teased it. Oh yeah, no, yeah. That 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 was very random. How they added that in there. It's gonna happen though. Hmm. She Ramona. Has a Ramona has some secrets. Ramona has some secrets. So Ghost will further explore those secrets. I feel, um, and it will con- the show will continue to be um, uneven and hopefully more entertaining because I did love this episode very much. So. All right. So. So, so uh, I'd like to make a, a quick comment before I get into uh, what I think is going to happen on the next episode. Let me just say that for this, for, for the most part, we did we did say some positive things about the writers as well as some negative things about the writers. But, but one thing I do want to say about the writers for this particular episode, they did an incredibly, incredible job at giving some laughably bad memorable lines. Like the line where Lakeisha said, I'll kill ghosts if I have to. Come oh, on now, gosh. man. This okay. character, there's no way in hell this character is going to do that. So I had to laugh. I laughed when I heard that. <laughs> and, then, and then to go to what, what Dana said earlier about Tate's response when Jamie asked for the million, I laughed at that too, but that was fantastic. Because that to me felt like this is Lorenz Tate as the actor that we've seen in other movies but prior to this how he would react to that. So that was great. That was perfect. So I got to give him credit for that. Um, but yeah, very briefly, what's going to happen in the next episode, that preview show, Dre talking about, Oh, I can get you whatever you need. So I didn't know if at that moment, if he was talking to, but obviously if Dre is getting involved with drugs, maybe, at, maybe he's already spoken to Jason or what have you, that means he probably got his daughter back. So we'll probably get some of the explanation on that because they definitely did not tie that up. With this particular episode, we knew something was happening, but nothing happened by the end of the episode, which is fine. Um, and then, of course, Tariq still selling drugs and had, had that, that little. And, and I will laugh again when I saw that scene where Ghost is talking to Tariq and then the reaction Tariq had, like he's backing away from his dad in that first shot. I laughed when I saw that. 
like he's surprised that his dad is saying, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm catching on to you, son. You think you're good at this game, but I'm better. So I, I can't wait to see that scene because they showed that. But yeah, more attention with Tariq and his dad, father, father and, and dad are time, father and uh, son time, I, I would say. So we'll see more of that. And then as for, you know, Lakeisha making the comment about, oh, I, 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 I'm tired of all this stuff. I want to get out the game. Man, you just you just got into this. And you mean to tell me you think you're just going to step out of it like there's nothing that's going to happen from that? This is why I say the character is not too bright. So something's definitely going to happen to the character, you know, and we're coming to that point. So if it doesn't happen in this next episode, it's definitely going to happen by the end of the year, I would say. But that's my guesses for next week. <laughs> yeah, I found that very hilarious, you know, how uh, Keisha was acting very tough this episode. And, and then we see her crying in the preview for the next one. Like that, that's a dramatic turn right there. Um, so, yeah, I'm interested to see how that's going to pan out. And um, if there's going to be like any parallels with what happened to Holly and, and stuff. So we'll see how that plays out. But um, that's pretty much it for, for this episode um, of the Powercast. And, you know, um, this episode, you know, it was it definitely was entertaining. It wasn't as terrible as some of the earlier episodes in the season. I think it was actually entertaining to watch. It's just, you know, the uh, the writing is very convenient. You know, that's all it is. But. But yeah, um, decent episode overall, like entertainment wise. Um, Very entertaining. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that, but you know, that's pretty much it from us this week. I definitely want to see what the commenters are going to say. You know, um, I want you guys to know we're not being hostile at all. You know, we're just having fun here and you know, we just call it how we see it. You know, that's, that's pretty much all it is. We're not hating on the show. We actually love watching it. Um, and we've always loved power you know we just feel like the writing used to be stronger um, and yeah I mean you know we, we watch wrestling right and wrestling is like the most terrible thing you can watch but it's still entertaining so you know we, 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 there, there's fun in everything you know and that, that's the way we see it you know we're just like pointing out what we see and we're just being honest you know um, so that's all it is but I definitely love seeing your comments so you know whether it's good or bad definitely leave your comments let us know what you think let, let us know what you think is going to happen next week and you know all of your speculation because i enjoy reading all that stuff so um you know we thank all of you guys for listening and for commenting and engaging with us um don't forget you can listen on spotify you know uh, the link will be you know on the website or on the youtube video if you want to uh, listen on spotify and you know of course we're on youtube so like comment subscribe all that good stuff and also check out the coalition.com and coalition is spelt with a k so go check out the website there's a lot of other content on there you know we just did a discussion on spider-man being back in the mcu so go check that out also and we'll be back next week everyone so you know good day to you all and peace out <laughs>